Look, no, nice night, isn't it? Not too bad, not too bad. Oh, why she was? She was, but the one that took your back out. I should put it back in. Hey, boys, here's speaking of women, pub chat. That's what we like to do. We we'll get straight into it tonight. I've got some pub facts, some pub gags, and some great pub questions. But straight into this pub chat. You can only get down the pub, down the boozer. Guys, should female athletes pose nude? And it's a serious question, you know. Obviously, we'd all like to see them, uh, you know. And two point. sports only. No, okay. What two sports? One would be synchronized swimming. Right. This is not during the. This is just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm saying that because I've done my research on this one quite substantially. I just got a little bit excited. <laughs> now, the last Olympics, there was eight Olympians that appeared in various stages of undress in Playboy or other such magazines. Now, a couple of the women have declined. It means the female form and, you know, they're not getting looked on as an Olympic athlete rather than a, you know. So that's my question. My better pub chat. Boys, I'm putting to you, should female athletes pose nude? I suppose they're, they're entitled to, um, you know, it's nothing to do with their sport, but again, if they're, if they're famous, um, that's just, I suppose that just comes with the territory. If they want to make some, maybe some extra cash or maybe They've got a body that people want to see. You know, I don't think there's, there's any... You, you, know, you, you don't think it's a demeaning thing? You don't think it takes away from just being an Olympic hard, athlete? It's hard, because especially if you're a, a successful athlete, Olympian, you know, etc. I think if you're, if you're successful, um, you know, people might take away what you've done in the track. There's a very, very interesting research on this one. A, a Kerry Walsh, who's a peach volleyballer. It's a, she's a beach volleyballer in America and she, re, she refused Playboy's offer to, to appear in nude. I think it was FHM did a big thing as well. I think quite tasteful, but she didn't want to, to appear in nude. She didn't slag the girls off it. I've done it, when, but she didn't want to do it. That's the last When Olympics. have you ever seen so many good-looking tennis players? Girls. There's loads of them. There's loads of them gone. Then the day, if, if, if you've got a, a, good, good luck a, a huge following me, man. If you've got a huge following, we'll go to play tennis. We're not actually going to see how you hit the ball. We just want to see how you bend down and we want to see how you hit the ball. Yeah, but that's, and the way the, that's what they're saying, that and the agents that, are actually doing that. They're agents. making money out of it. That's what it's all about. Somebody fires you a couple of... So yes, would you be for a bit of pub chats? You can play this game at home, of course, if you can get a subject. Would you say yes, you're quite happy for female athletes to pose nudes? For oh people my. to look at their body, rather maybe look at their statistics in the Olympic records? I think that just comes records. with the territory, aye. If you're nice looking and you've got a, you know, unbelievable body, that's exactly you can get through to us, Gordon, at kickaboutscotland.com. You can take part in this uh, pub chat. Uh, before we move on to another bit of pub chat, boys, I've got some pub facts. Here's some to take back to your mates and drop in. Some of Dallas's pub facts. Do you know that men spend three months waiting for their girlfriends or wives to get ready? Three months of their lives just spent waiting. That's a fact. Three months. I think that's quite a conservative estimate. When's the time you've been sitting in your jam jar waiting on the wife and the missus? Your jam jar? And you're sitting out there, right? And uh, and she's still inside. Yes, yeah. And the fingers at the window going... Just a two minutes. That was was five minutes ago. You know, you're still sitting there. And when they jump in, you're raging. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's just no problem. 
That's right. A Dallas, another Dallas pub fax. Uh, do you know that the, the voice of Yoda? Got your Dagobah system, we do. Is the most downloaded choice for sat-nav voices. Turn right at next junction, you will. Mm-hmm. Pass South Gale. Keep on going, straight line. My have favourite. Sat- have you got the sat-nav? Yes. Sir. Who's your Have you? Have you got a voice? Um, yes, and our, our name's uh, somebody for Germany. Nah, Elga. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's got a, a beautiful German voice. What oh, is that? A German, you like, like a the German sports car? You turn left. Formula One, it's pretty good. Show your papers at next checkpoint. Turn right. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. It doesn't sound oh, good. good. Is it a good German? Oh, it's quite a strict huh? voice. You've got a choice of, you know, German, English, right. French. I must have been I might prefer. But they don't say it in that kind of. Do you know if it's a word? Do you know if it's a word? No. Do you know if you're a bit. I think Vanessa Paradis singing. Remember, she was a wee bird in that video. She was inside the bird's cage swinging in the perch. Can you remember that? Jules Taxi, you little minx. That was a true Dallas pub fact. Another pub fact. African African elephants spend they spend 18 yes. hours a day just eating when you consider it's 24 hours a day that's and that's it, a good life is it and that's a bad life, life for me <laughs> 18 hours eating another pub fact from the Dallas Athletic Arms up to the age of 6 months this is true did you know that a baby can breathe and swallow at the same time Adults, of course, none of us can do it. Try it if you want. Try and breathe and swallow. What's the, what's the thing about babies underwater, isn't it? They, they, they can breathe, they go underwater at a young age. Ah, right, it doesn't right, affect right. them or something, isn't it? No. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking ah. about. I'm just saying that. <laughs> there is, uh, the babies. Right, but swallow and breathe. If, if, if you've got a drink now, and, and Joe, you always had a couple of wee drinks because we put it on your tab, by the way, for the like last it. couple of weeks. Try and breathe and swallow at the same time. It's a f- we all have right, that I'll ability when we were younger. Like you swallow. <laughs> And my final facts in the pub. <laughs> uh, putting toilet paper down the toilet to help silence a poo is called a fireman's blanket. You're having a laugh. That's a fact. Have you ever had a fireman's yes. blanket? <laughs> yes. What, can you describe uh, that again? Say put, that again. When you put the paper... Do it first before you actually... Do the old poo-poo. It's, it doesn't go... <laughs> 200 machine guns fired at it. So you can just see that soft, soft fold. Uh, some pub facts there. I'll come up with some more next week to dazzle you. I'll get some pub gags, but listen, the pub quiz tonight. Uh, you and Joe, Mickey, Joe, against myself. I've got 10 questions. You need to get more you're than five. Down, I know you've already been doing You couldn't get up for three weeks. There, 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 they, are. Uh, there they are. 10 questions. You just need to get more than five. I'll ask them throughout the course of the pub uh, chat today give us a number between one and ten all scottish football no football so a couple of english ones snapping six please it's is it me going first am i going first here it's both of you against oh, me all right all right oh, oh you'll do for me in our previous boot room arthur montford talked about his most remembered game of all time it was the 1960 european cup final could you tell me who played in it and what was the score well, since you were both here and you both uh, 1960 was it no I'll take a guess Gordon yep fantastic Look, I didn't know they'd introduced topless waiters waitresses uh, <laughs> in the in the pub this is absolutely fantastic look at that I'm going to go for a 
It's a man at the moment, but uh, we'll try and see if we can get that organised. Real Madrid. Real Madrid's won. Eintracht Frankfurt. It's correct. Yes, and there we But I need the final score. What do you mean the final score? You're last. It's the most famous European. I'll give you half a point. I'll give you half a point for that. 6-2. 6-2 Six two. Six two six two. Go for 6-2 two. You're incorrect It was 7-3 oh, I said 6-2 So it's half a point Out of Nine questions left Can they reach five That's the target You've got to do um, I don't know if you've been To Brora Do you know way up north oh, Away way yep. up past Tain uh, Have you? Uh, uh, Brora Rangers Brora Rangers Oh It's really quite A strange place There was a, a priest was walking on the beach up in Brora and they passed these two guys with a rope pulling in the stud guy and the priest says bless you my sons for saving your fellow man and he walked on and the two guys with the rope one turned to the other and says well, he obviously doesn't know anything about shark fishing I tell you I wrote these myself I, I, took I up, never a guess I took, never a guess I took up writing oh, professionally oh. I took up writing professionally yeah. and, and I sold I sell a lot because I take up writing profe- I've sold my stereo my CD <laughs> my car <laughs> I tell you this is how much it sold your body back in holiday now, I did an extra night in holiday got this really cheap hotel this is true I was just out just in Scarborough sunny Scarborough I was in as you can see the podcast really pulling in the money uh, and the um, phoned up room service absolutely true story I said listen it's uh, midnight I'd like a, a hot chocolate please wasn't the best hotel in Scarborough it's quite a cheap one so they sent me a flake and a match I mean that's just absolutely taking it there was three men in the pub very much like yourselves just uh, half an hour ago three guys in this bar the unathletic arms and they're chatting the, the first one says I think my wife's having an affair with an electrician I found a pair of pliers under the bed and the second guy says that's funny mate because I think my wife's having a, an affair with a plumber I found a blow lamp and lengths of copper pipe under my bed. And the third guy goes, that's incredible. I'm convinced my wife's having an affair with a horse. I found two jockeys in my wardrobe at home last night. Let them all myself. That's, that's a good one. I keep saying it, he never really had to over the community. Here's a bit of pub chap. What's the best Scottish band of all time? Best Scottish band yeah. of all time? Basic rules, I'm, I'm simple going, minds. I'm going to see one of them in uh, 18th of this month. Simple minds. Simple minds. Yeah. Orange juice. Orange juice. You know, a lot of people like Blue Nile, you know, one of these other. Pl- oh, look at the proclaimers at the moment. They oh, are huge. massive, aren't they? Co- conquered America. Huge. And just for. There was longevity. Lot of, not so much bands, a lot of good singers, eh? one-off singers. Well, well uh, let's, let's expand it to that, the, the singers. I mean, Kelly Marie was brilliant. My heart beat like a drum every time oh, I saw her. No. <laughs> <laughs> she was pure, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would, you'd have to put Wet 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 up there. Right, you were a big Massive, one of the biggest singles of the 80s, wasn't it? Scottish bands. There was a lot of sort of underground bands as well, weren't there? Scottish ones were good. Mm. You'd need to speak to me, Pat Nevin. Me, Pat Nevin, your man, for all that. Yep. For all that. Just to think the best that. bands out of Scotland of all time. Just a bit of pub chat. You can play it at home. But pub, 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 pub chat. Hipsway. Remember Hipsway? I remember that. The Scottish. What about Mick Jagger? What about Mick Major, what was that? Major, right? Ultravox. Ultravox. Aye. 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 Aye, that's a big one. Annie Lennox as well. Annie Lennox. Aye. Aye. 
She's meant to be fun. Really uh, good life. Deacon Blue, 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 Completely. Uh, well, that's true. Doesn't have the longevity. It's, but like, it's like Oasis. I went to see Oasis, but Kasabian, who's a huge band, and a big band, but they'll only be about as long as well. No. You know, if you look at Arctic Monkeys and that, we're talking about there's only a wee bit to last, like Oasis and Simple Minds. And just the, the, the independence is not about Bell and Sebastian now, I come to think of it. They're massive. Oh, right. Bands like that, you've know, got right, a real yeah. big worldwide following. You've got the Kaiser Chiefs as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's massive. They were headlining Glastonbury, you know. But maybe for long. I, I'm with you as well. I was a big Minds fan. I think maybe Simple Minds, but you can't take away from the Proclaimers been going and uh, on. Right. They've that's conquered another, America. Uh, that's another. That's another band. I, mean, yeah. I, th- I, I believe in. The, you stand the test of time. You know, if you're if you're great, like your Paul Weller's and that, being there. But, but standing the test of time and being worldwide, uh, you, right, you, can, uh, you, can, you can stood the test of time and be hardly known. You know. Uh, but they conquered America's. Like but the Crankies have stood the test of time. Like you wouldn't even have the crankies down as. You two two like I think there's a rope. I think I like to look at that uh, a band that's lasted for a long time. You know, and for me to go, I wasn't a mind when I was younger. I didn't. I wasn't. But the longer, the older you get, you start listening. You think some great stuff. Great stuff. Okay, yeah. listen back to the quizzes, boys. Question between one and ten. You've got to get to five. You've got a half a point. Number two. Number two. Uh, John Hunter broke the longest period to date of old firm domination. It was 27 years of old firm domination. John Hunter was a manager of a team in 1931-32. Which team was John Hunter the manager of? They're currently in the SPL. That broke the longest old firm domination. We think we've got it bad now, uh, but way back in the 30s. 27 years. Was it no Clyde? No, they're in the SPL at the moment. Oh, in the minute? Aye, they're in the the That's my clue to you. Sorry. They're currently in the SPL. What what year was this? 31, 32. I guess it. When the Harps comes. Motherwell, Dungeonated. St John's, St Murray. Maybe they might have to be. Right, give give us. We'll go for. It's got to be somebody that's been about for a while. Kilmarnock could be the one. I think Kilmarnock. 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 Uh, Mickey, you mentioned that it was Motherwall. 27 years. Give us another question. We'll just fire on with this quiz at the moment. You've got to get to five. You've got a half. And you've had two questions already. Okay, you've only got seven left. Four. No, eight. <laughs> uh, four. Uh, Fat Les. Do you remember their 1998 World Cup song? Do you remember that one? They're all marching down the streets. It was him from Little Britain as well, Matt Lucas, an English World Cup song. It was called Fat Les, but what was the name? That was the band name. Mm-hmm. There's a whole amalgam of, of people. But what was the name of the song? Five. Yeah, I don't know what you don't know it. Three. Two. Vindaloo. It was called Vindaloo, Fat Les and Vindaloo. You've lost another one. Another question, please, before we go to some pub chat. You've got a half a point. Eight. Eight. Name the town Ross County are from. Dingle. Correct answer! It's one and a New half. Dingwall, right back to some pub chat. You the heavy man. We'll come back to that <laughs> pub quiz in just a minute. 
<laughs> Sorry about that. I've not seen you for a week, you know. I've been missing you. Pub chap. Who's the best sportsman on the planet at the moment? Roger Federer would be up there. Would it be Tiger Woods, who's just won another one of his uh, a, a, a golf championship there, and he looks like he's back to his best form? Would it be Ronaldo, who's just got 80,000 people outside the Bernabeu to welcome him back to, or to Real Madrid? Would it be Usain Bolt, 100-metre world record he smashed, and then he smashed the 200-metre world record at the last Olympics there? Would it be Chris Hoy, for example, three gold medals? But I'm talking about currently, on the planet right now. Who do you think, would you say, is the ultimate sportsman? For a bit of pub chat. Come on, lads. Let's I, I, hear it. I don't think you could look by Feather or me. I think you could look by You're not just saying that because it just happened? No. No, I just think that he's always been there, done it. He's always, you know. I know that you could put this in and this but he's not done it over, I mean, when is it, 15? 15 now, 25. Tiger as well, Tiger Woods has been doing it for Aye. years and the superstars are the guys that produce these high performances that are better than everybody else year in or so week in, week and out. Tiger won it with a, a, a broken knee yeah. at that last that championship. I, I think have you seen the His quote uh, have you seen the quote that uh, Alex came out about Ronaldo I think as good players as Ronaldo, Ronaldo at that age and basically saying that you've, you've done a bit and did you see Sir Alex at Wimbledon? He was taken in yeah. the final as well. Yes, he, uh, looked, he looked a bit red, didn't he? Just a bit. Yeah, it's a old red wine face going on. Yeah, he's got a couple of bottles before he went down. But, <clears throat> but the thing is, uh, I think Federer, do you mean, to sustain At the moment. And Woods and all. Woods, I mean, but Tiger Woods is Do you think that's the two? Because I mean, that, they're in the oh, Gillette, they're in the Gillette advert. It's no, they've been there for a Thierry Henry, Tiger Woods Federer. and Federer. There's the three yeah. people that Gillette have picked as being the top sportsmen to put in their multi-million dollar adverts. Yeah. I think that, for me, they two... Yeah, at the moment, they're the, they're the oh, main. Well, that list you give us any. Well, I'm, if there's anybody else out there in the world of the Olympics. Chris Hoy's been a bit of a wee while. Well, there you well. go. You know? mm-hmm. He's been a bit of a Seven times Tour de France champion, and he's back to try and do an eighth. I'm always seen that. Testicular cancer, and then he's. Um, he's aye. I've just seen his training regime going unbelievable when the guy puts himself through to get to where he is. But. I, no, I, 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 Lance, that's a great shout for Lance Armstrong. Great shout. He would be. There's a lot of. I thought Federer, but I might yeah. change to Lance Armstrong. I don't know. I don't know. Federer's. Federer's unbelievable. Yeah, Joey George Chestnut, I could go for him. The uh, man from the other podcast, the hot dog world champion. <laughs> 68 dogs in 10 minutes. That's because <laughs> Joey the Josh. You'll never forget that now. <laughs> Joey the Chestnut <laughs> Chubbs. That's what we're going to call him. Yeah. Uh, gives us a question between 1 and 10. You've had 4, you've had 6, you've had 8. And five. you've had 2, of five, course. Gordon. You've only got 1.5 points. The questions are drying up. You need to get to 5. 5. Come on, Colin Hendry of Blackburn was their last World Cup captain in 1998. Who was the one before him? Who was the, uh, the last Scottish World Cup captain before Colin Hendry? That's the question you've got to ask yourself. He was, but that was, you're going, you're going too far back. 1998. That's correct, that was in America, was it? 90, Italia. 90 was in the hour. That's the one. So who was the captain then? Who was the captain then? Richard Goff. Yeah. Yep. 
since you've got one and a half, I feel quite uh, sympathetic for this question. William Muller? I can give you a clue for this one. Since you're at one and a half, uh, I'll say it was Newcastle United at the time. This player was at Newcastle United. Not for very long, but he was at Newcastle United. And he became captain of the Scotland World Cup team in 1990. Big Celtic man. I'll give you that one, Mickey. Roy Aitken. Two and a half. Give us another number. Was it Newcastle? I remember. I mean, he ended up this. No, it was not. That was a great. I'll give you another number, lads. What numbers have we got, lad? Uh, You've got seven, three, one, or nine and ten. And you've got two and a half. You need another two and a half points. Give us number nine. Number nine. Dal Gleish equaled the Dennis Law's Scotland goal scoring record. Was it 20 goals? 30 goals, 40 goals, or 50 goals? It was, wait, it was uh, 30. 30. 30. 30. 30. Three and a half. Oh, you're inching closer. You're inching closer. Right, we'll get uh, back to the pub chat. The girls are turning up quite nicely. Some of the sales. The sales girls from the Kickabout Scotland are arriving. I only accept Russian tennis players to be on the sales staff. Absolutely. They need some job to do once they hang up the racket. And what a racket they make. Only grunters allowed in my sales team. Uh, boys, if, about a pub chat, if you could be the best in the world at your sport by taking a tiny bit of EPO, it's a drug enhancing, uh, performance enhancing drug that the Tour de France athletes were all on. But if you could take EPO, would you take it? For what? Any sport. If you're, if you're the top, top of your sport, you could take a wee bit of EPO. You've got to be honest with yourself. Do you think you would take it? Gordon, I think now, nowadays, it's the, the drug people have got it under. They're drugging you, God knows how many times now, even right through the whole year. Yeah, so so it's a fear of getting caught, but yep. you were the guaranteed to, to become that, as you said earlier on, Mickey, that wee extra percent. They said they were on the television, I think a couple of days ago, they were talking about um, drugging, test drugging footballers right through, even through the, the summertime when they're away on holiday. Well, if you look at uh, Arsene Wenger gone, he puts the players on creatine as soon as he comes in. As soon as young kids or anybody comes in, they're right on creatine. Mm-hmm. And also, would you take the chance? Personally, me, I, I you're a brave drug. man, aren't you? Because uh, you'll get I caught think, and you'll I be in the paper for the wrong reason and lose a fortune. And if you look you at can see the temptation, though. You know, it okay, is. you guys wouldn't, but you can see the temptation. People, there's, there's people, players, would, people I, have. I don't think it's during it, going. I think it's after the careers, or you know, getting caught up in. I mean, there's a couple of players at the moment who have been thrown out of the clubs and mm-hmm. things that get involved in drugs. I mean. What, what life do they want? You know, they've got the best life you could possibly have, and they want to go and take cannabis and take whatever they're taking. You Some of the players, I mean, you get, yeah, the first time in the wrong I must admit, when you're in England, it is, there's, a, there's definitely a, there's a sort of pulling power towards being this elite, you know, with a football player and mm-hmm. what comes with it. But you've got to be bigger than that to see I'm not involved in that. And that's why I take my hand to Richard David Beckham's and that. With all the money in the world, you know. You would never, you would never ever see him getting involved in that kind of nonsense. But I don't think God. I, I, for me personally, I would never go in there. I would even take the chance. I've never ever thought about drugs nope. at all. Mm-hmm. Not even to be the best in your sport, George. Just to, you could be the best. I know. Well, it's definitely a temptation would be there. No question about that. But I still think, you know, is there guys in any sport now still doing drugs now and still at the top of their sport? Sure, there is. Because the drugs, okay, the enforcement agencies are, are good, but the cheats will always be 
up there with the technology to try and get a bulletproof well, you've got to take the chance, drug. Aren't you? I wouldn't well, must take chances. Oh, I've got to be. You've worked so hard, just not that extra wee, that extra wee boost, that extra wee kick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but listen, we're not keeping that because we don't, we don't think of the argument about drugs. Because as they say, never argue with an idiot because it'll bring you down to their level, then beat you in experience. So don't get into an argument with me. Number of <laughs> uh, boys, you've got one, you've got three, and nine and ten. You're three and a half, you need five. Ten. ten. Okay, ten. Here's a team. Just identify the team. Wallace, Haig, Riddle, Craig, Coots, Lumsden, Kilgannon, Reed, Christie, Dowds and Ainsley. This team famously beat Glasgow Rangers, possibly prompting the first ever sacking of a Rangers manager. Berwick. The following season. John Gregg called it the worst day of his footballing career. You say? Berwick. You say Berwick. Correct answer. Wallace, of course... Being in goals, could you identify the Wallace that was in goals that day? Jock Wallace. That's it. Jock Wallace. You're at four and a half. You just need one, and then we can uh, nip to the kebab shop next Did door. Did you see the Sky Sports the other night, God, Joe? With, uh, hey, they've got a thing called Time of Our Lives. It was old Rangers team. Was it? John Gregg, oh, uh, Derek Johnson, and Sandy Jarrett. Brilliant. There was three oh, players, man. by the way. John Gregg come out with the best line ever. The manager sort of quickly gone. He's talking about. I think it was Willie Waddle was the manager when when they played it. I think it was who's it beating the cup finals. Anyway, he was talking yes. about whoever it was. He beat anyway. I, I can't remember. But John Gregg come because Willie Waddle sees him now because Willie Waddle was maybe a massive tactician and he days he would spend an hour and a half talking to the players and he'd give you a real rundown in the players. So he said to John Gregg, "Now John, he says I want you to uh, put your." Put the boy they're playing against and what you put him out of the game. And John Gregg turned the system, what, for the night or the rest of the season? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, but when you listen to him speaking, brilliant. Oh. brilliant listen to John Gregg, he's fantastic. What a player he was. Oh, he was. And some sideburns, if you see the photographs of the early 70s, fantastic. A gentleman in Elkhorn, I must admit, when you went to Ibrox, he was a gentleman to anybody that came through the door, he really looked after you. I let them get you get put put in this thing that you know the once you once you go into these big clubs they don't they just sort of look down at you. But John Gregg was a for me he was a gentleman. But I'll tell you one thing I love to have him on your team. Oh, I like him on your team. We don't have to play against them. Right, back to the quiz, boys. You've got half a point. You've got half a point. You've got two questions left. Mm. You've got to get to five. Go three. Finish off this list of great football men. Not we see why. Sandy Jordan, 1986. Joe Jordan, 1990. Sandy Clark, 1993. And Tommy McLean, 1994. Who comes next? I'm not going to tell you what the list is. Sandy Jordan, 86. Joe Jordan, 90. Sandy Clark, 93. Tommy McLean, 94. Who comes next? It's Mickey Weir and Joe Tortellano playing in the kickabout arms. The unathletic arms. I can only give you five seconds this because we're well over time. The kebab shop's about to shut outside. <laughs> I need performance, performance enhancing kebab meat. No. Five, four, three, two, one. It was the Hearts managers Sandy Jordan, Joe Jordan, Sandy Clark, Tom McLean. The next oh. one was Jim Jeffries in 1995. Boys, that's a disgraceful. Uh, performance coming hey, from the other end us, of the city nice one nice one uh, you've only got two questions left I'm getting closer if you get these two wrong I've won the pub quiz it's number one or number seven one one Tommy Doherty left Man United in 1977 as manager for which club oh, 
I'm going to give you five seconds this one as well. And you're going to kick yourself and you hear it. Five. Derby. Four. Leeds. Three. Derby I've got in the corner, or Leeds I've got in the corner. I can tell you it's one of the two. Five, it's Leeds. Four. Three. Two. Derby. One. I think it's Derby. What are you going to go for? It's the correct answer! <laughs> Five and a half for one question to spare. Oh, I think I know. Just in time, just in time. Well, I, I've got so much to get through. More pub chat next week, uh, guys. We we'll just run out of time in the pub chat. Great. Mickey Weir, Joe Tortolano. It's uh, the, you need to square up the bill for from the last couple of weeks. Run uh, here. I, I, me and uh, Mickey got the crystal going. He's never drank champagne before, but we quite enjoyed it last week, Joe. So, <laughs> but please get you square up. Yeah. But from the unathletic arms, from the pub chat, from the pub gags, and the pub facts. Remember the fireman's blanket. It's uh, a very a very warm good night from <laughs> more terrifying than poltergeist they're here who are you who are you <laughs> more relentless than the terminator I'll be back after this word from our sponsor the kickabout don't run don't run it'll find you anyway ha <laughs> ha